Hello and welcome to For the Love of Spice. This is Antoinette. And this is Nari. And this week we read a Kindle Unlimited book. And it was by Charlene Hartnandy. And it was called Awakened by the Vampire Prince. And to give a synopsis, it's about a vampire prince that is fighting his attraction to an elven princess. And it's just going back and forth between their relationship and how it develops. How did you feel about the opening scene, Nari? Honestly... This is one of my favorite authors, and hopefully we'll be able to read more books and talk about more books here. I love the opening scene. I felt like it laid out the room for Spice to be given, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, I also would like to say, you know who I am. I like a spicy main lead, and of yes. course, Xavier, our vampire prince, is a spicy male lead. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? Um, Starting off... You really have to get, because this is the fourth book, so by this time you should be able to get into the fact that this is like a, um, I wouldn't say non-civilized, but kind of not, you know, part of the human world, so their vocabulary is a little different, because, you know, they do say memory glands and stuff, because that's their language you yeah, know some people wouldn't understand that yeah it would take them out to. but i'm i'm able to read past that i was like yes i'm getting what you're putting down and he had so much lust he was just thinking in his head like mm. and i love that we can see his inner thoughts about her and like him fighting his desires yes i do agree i also think what was so good about like the build up of like his inner thoughts is because you can definitely tell that, like, everyone knows, but he's over here like, no one knows. <laughs> and then, like, you know, put his hair behind his ear. No one knows. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> you even find out that she also has the same feelings, but she's like, no one knows. Absolutely. And everyone knows, and she's just like, no one knows. And neither one of them can tell that the each other has feelings. Yeah, so that, if that is something you also like, because that's something that I like, that's the type of spice that I like mm-hmm. right there. Um. You're definitely already going to like reading the first opening scenes, the first chapters of getting there. Um, There was this thing that's going on. And the reason why all of this is even happening is because like we're going to say her father is sick and she has to go back to the palace to go take care of her father Mm -hmm. in the elven realm. Yes. And in doing that, that means that he is going to be away from her because Honestly, let's just say it. His brother's trying to set him up with her and be like, you need to tell your feelings. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not doing it. I'm not mating with her. I'm just going to send over a different guard. Yes. And so that is what sets us up for the rest of the book is she is now back at home with other guards watching her Mm -hmm. and he is not supposed to be there yet. Yes. And um, one of the guards is York. He gets his book own book later on in the series. And Xavier beats York up before, you know, he escorts Ezreal yes. over to the Elven Realm. Because he's just like, I just, this is a, just in case anything happened, ass whooping. Oh my don't, gosh. Don't fuck with my girl. This is a just in case ass whooping. And let's take a moment to get into this ass whooping. Let me tell you, me personally, it, it wouldn't be me. Me personally, it wouldn't be me. It was literally like she chose York and was like, I want York to escort me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he on site said nothing, went and beat his ass, not <laughs> once, not twice, but like at least got his lick in three times. And York didn't even know what was going on just yet. And then after that, he was like, don't lay a hand on her. And he's just, York asked him like, do you like her? No, I don't. <laughs> you just beat my ass. 
for nothing. nothing. If you no, that's because she chose me. I don't know what to tell you. Yes, I have that energy, and it is just so funny because like when you read that, like you know, if you like me, I mean, I I'm happy he did a little ass beating, but it's not like she knew that he was doing it for her. York just got his ass beat to get his ass behind that no one knew. Yeah, (laughs) and then um because of their powers and their like super strength and whatnot like that it was kind of like a slap fight you know even though york's nose was bleeding and all that it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like a serious serious ass whooping you know just a dominance thing it was personal for me like me reading it i was like nah this is a little bit too personal like if i was york i would be like you know what I don't even want to go. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to go. I don't even want to open my eyes the next day and find out that I still have to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, that sets up the character York. So now you know York is not supposed to be touching the princess. Um, there's going to be some other people also going that are going to be her guard. So you have a guard named Gideon that's going to be going. You have York. Um, there's another guard that we meet later on. His name is like Laz- Lazarus or something Lazarus, like that. Yeah. Yes. So you have those guards that are going to be playing a part in the books, Mm -hmm. in the book. And they all get their own separate books later on, like after this. Yes. So, uh, you know, I promise you some of the guards are a little bit funny, but yes. So now we're kind of just going to where she's at and she is home. And, and so we get there and. She, like, with the elven hierarchy or whatnot, the women, it is kind of like a backwoods kind of area. The women are only, like, treated nice, not even nicely if they're highborn. Like, um, they all have to retain their virginity. The lowborn, um, they have to, like, get rid of their virginity on their own. So then the highborn men will still want them, you know, want to, you know, them to be their plaything. So it's just a really backwoods realm. Yes, and that's where we meet her brother Keto because we go into her realm. We meet her brother Keto, who the apparently prince. is yeah the prince, and he's also sleeping with Cherry Sherry, who is a lowborn. Mm-hmm. Um, we also meet her father Qatar, who that's when we find out that he is actually sick, very sickly, um, and it just puts us into the role of where we're meeting even more characters. And then you find out in the book series that she's seen as defective. And defective for the elving people is that no one wants her they think that she is basically not good and it's not because she doesn't have her virginity even though sherry likes to spread rumors yeah it is just because she went to the vampire kingdom because her father kind of basically wanted it i won't get into the deep deep things of why but it's just you know because you should definitely check out the series yourself yes <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just a really kind of sad situation because she is now having to deal with people basically kind of bullying, talking behind her mm-hmm. back, and she has to live up to certain expectations yeah. all, as the princess. Yeah, all because of her boy, her brother, my bad, her brother's girlfriend. Yes, that slash fiance. <laughs> and if you would like to know my personal opinion, this is one of those books where there is a character that you will possibly hate the whole entire time. Some characters are redeemable, but Sherry, for me personally, yeah. I'm not giving her any yeah. redeemable. Right. I don't care. Because you understand her plight as a low- lowborn, and she sees Israel as having, um, sorry, Ezra, as having, like, more freedom than her because she's born with a silver spoon. But at the end of the day, you're both women, and you're both going through kind of the same thing. 
but I guess it's because Ezra, she has like potential suitors, and Sherry feel like she didn't have any. Yeah, but still irredeemable because you know the shit she did yes. unnecessary. And sometimes, like for me, I would like to say if there's a villain like that one woman in the pink suit in Harry Potter, <laughs> then. It could sometimes be a, a reason why I would not continue reading it because I'm just like, how the, f- how the fuck could you just be that bad? Okay. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that she's like that. So I do say that it's still worth getting through Sherry's little annoyance. Tantrum. Yes. Um. So what I would like to ask next is, you know, we start getting into the moments where Xavier has came to the castle too because his brother Brent from previous books has made him go there you know he's secretly plotting and different things like that so how did you feel once Xavier finally made it to the castle and something happened to make him have a little temper tantrum um I I like to see his jealousy I like to see him struggling with his desire for her and then like because at the same time you know I was like oh be a man and like grow up and do it but you know say something but at the same time he is wanting her best interests yes no so i guess i was like so hot hot." (laughs) how do you feel i felt like it was just hot (laughs) (laughs) i felt like for me i really liked to see his inner thoughts a lot i really felt like that made the book um, but also what I like to see was his understanding. Cause a lot of times when you're reading spicy books, sometimes the characters, they're spice, but there's no understanding or else there's a lot of misunderstandings in his character. There's some misunderstandings with him because his anger flares up so fast, but he's also quick to be like, I got to try to like, you know, reason with myself. Like, I know that that does not seem logical. And like, I like that because like, you know, you can have a character that's illogically thinking the whole entire time. Yeah through his jealousy and i feel like that can usually be a turn off yes oh my goodness especially when they you know really f up the female lead Mm -hmm. with their jealousy in a way of like illogical thinking or accuse like the female lead of doing something oh my goodness this is not like that this is not like that yeah not like that at all so i really honestly truly like his character so how did you feel about ezreal because you know sometimes we can have female leads that are kind of annoying because Mm -hmm. it seems like you know I don't, I don't know how to say it, but it seems like they're just making the female lead seem like she's really weak. So yeah. how did you like Charlene writing her? Um, I feel like partially the innocent trope was annoying, but I do understand it played into the bigger role of the Elven Kingdom and everything, and it affects the storyline overall. Because um, I hate when the you know, female lead's like, oh my god, I'm just so innocent, I'm just so pure. Because I'm like, wrote so many times so many times whatever but um i feel like she had the right amount of spice to go with it Mm -hmm. like with her reactions to him and like not backing down when it comes to xavier since he's such a strong passionate character i would Mm say and um i did feel like you do have sympathy for her because of like her brother not taking up for her because you find out the brother's also dealing with some stuff Mm -hmm. and like the rumors spreading around about her how did you feel about her? Honestly, I would like to say I loved it for the same reasons that you also loved it. Because I feel like sometimes we'll get those female leads where they're just so innocent that sometimes it also seems very childlike. Yes. And like, I don't want to read a spicy book where it seems like I'm kind of reading the mind of a child. Yeah. Because then it's just like kind of 
how do I say uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad she didn't have that innocence. Like she just saw nothing but purity and like through the eyes of a five year old. Yes. Because sometimes I feel like when we get that, it's just it's not worth it because then you're reading the the other lead mm-hmm. and then you're reading a five year old and it's like I don't usually like things like that. So I did like the way that Ezra went. I also like that you know. If we're talking about spice, her spice level of being willing to do some of the things that she did <laughs> was downright. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yes. She was very open-minded. Um, I loved also that when she demanded respect, he also listened to her demanding respect. So I loved it. I I enjoyed her character. Mm-hmm. So I was really proud of that. Um, how do you feel about her brother? Um, the prince. <laughs> So Prince Keto, we're introduced to him in a very negative light. Like you could tell that she loves her brother, but what we, the audience are reading is her brother don't give two motherfucking shits about her. (laughs) And it was kind of annoying. But then you start seeing it break down. And I'm glad that I saw the breakdown because at first I was going to put him in my shit list with Sherry. Uh Um, But you start seeing that he's also going through the struggles um, with their father being sick. He's also dealing with that and having to take over the role of his father um, while his father is sick right now. So he had a lot of pressure on him that we, the audience, did not see. And we also thought that, like, you know, he wanted the throne. He wants this. He wants to basically get rid of, like, the vampire race. Because let me tell you, his hatred for them, we was like, damn. And she's interested in the vampire. So this this is weird. But um, I felt like the brother, you know, I felt like I wound up liking him a lot and understanding him more. Yes. Would you read his book that's next in the series? Hell yeah. Yes, because we find out more about him. Very interesting. Um, I do agree. And I feel like he was so torn into different places that he couldn't see his own sister's struggle. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, Sherry being in his ear, just saying all this other stuff. So he's just like, you know, only focused. That did make me mad. So I'm just like, dude, your sister is telling you she's like this. She's not like going around sleeping with everyone but you're believing your partner over Mm -hmm. your sister and she told him multiple times like why are you taking her side over mine like there's a moment where um it's introduced early on in the book so it's really not even a big spoiler but there's a moment where sherry tells the brother that ezra is pregnant and ezra is believing that and is trying to force her to marry whoever got her pregnant and ezra's like i'm still a virgin and it's like i can't I cannot, like, I cannot imagine being in her shoes, fighting for your virginity that you still have and still intact, knowing that people are bullying you and talking so much crap about you behind your back. And the one person that could help you right now while your father is sick is your big brother. But your big brother is believing this bitch because I have to say it over you because that would that had to have been annoying yeah and knowing like your virginity is in high regard because you know with the highborn women they're supposed to retain their virginity to marry for alliances and like you know yeah. marry for different things so it's just yeah. heartbreaking and that brings us to our other like i would say he's like a secondary main character york yes um <laughs> that ass whooping did not affect like it did not affect his mind as it should have <laughs> at all how did you feel about him? I felt like, so, guys, York is going to be a basically big second lead character. York is going to do something that I don't want to tell y'all what he does, but he's going to do something. And you're going to understand uh-huh. him doing it because, like, good heart. Also, was thinking about himself a little, but good heart, you understood. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, 
you feel like he's it's not that he's airheaded i just feel like you know in his mind he's like i want i want the pussy yeah that's what it just felt like yeah. i felt like he was just like well if y'all aren't gonna do shit together like i'm just gonna be in the interest of myself yes what the hell yes <laughs> and he gets he gets better it's not even that he was bad to mm-hmm. begin with he was just a little yeah. annoying for a little yeah. bit but and like, i feel like he was also trying to help but it just he was fucking it up yeah hindered the main character's couple storyline yes but york is york is sweet and i i would read his book too i liked york i just mm. who york kind of there's just that one little part york's gonna make you mad but maybe you guys are more understanding than i am mm-hmm. also we have the character gideon um, reason why I feel like Gideon is important is because personally for me, Gideon as a side character was one of my favorite characters yes. in the book. Gideon was funny, he's sweet, he uh took ass beating at one point too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Xavier hands were rated E for everyone except for Ezreal. Like <laughs> he was literally he even punched Keto, okay? He even punched her her older brother. Mm-hmm. So, you know, them hands. Yeah. was rated e and i feel like he also like as a hint he is a main character when it comes to unlocking a huge secret in the story yes he had gideon and it's kind of funny <laughs> gideon y'all i i feel like you should also read for gideon okay let's let, let's give gideon his little props <laughs> i felt like he was a great character and he is a a huge key because if it was not for him i i feel like we would not have figured out half of the things we did yeah. And I feel like Ezra and Xavier's um, secret rendezvous throughout the story. Ugh, I, I love like I love me some secret rendezvous. I don't know what it is. I was just like, mm. I want them to get together, but I'm living for these secret rendezvous. Yeah, I don't I know. know. I don't know. It was top tier. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. I know everyone in the Elven Kingdom wanted Xavier. I know as soon as they saw this big motherfucker walked by he was like give me some of that mm-hmm. give me some of that right and vampires they usually um before they connect to anyone or to a mate or whatever they test compatibility by having sex so you see um you know xavier he can't test compatibility with Ezra because her virginity is you know sacred in her own community mm-hmm. so it's just like they're very different but the way Traditions. that he's testing compatibility is yeah and it kind of coincides with her traditions to yeah. where it doesn't you know impede on that so it's just like thank you thank you thank you for the you know what do you call it when two people the compromise compromise oh, yes. i was like what do you call that <laughs> yes because there is no love without compromise yeah, yeah. It, it is so good so mm-hmm. then let us get to our I would like to say closing thoughts because I know we have a lot of opinions and we don't want to give too much of the story away because if we go too in detail about some of the characters or about some of the things, I feel like we would accidentally give away some mm-hmm. big spoilers. Yeah. I do want to say that another secret is um, Ezreal's thorny secret that is going to um, be a role impact in her mating with Xavier. And that scene, how did you feel about that scene? Oh my gosh, Without that's... Much <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh that loud. That scene, when I got done reading, it was like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I came Messaged me. over to Antoinette's side after messaging her and she didn't answer. So I assumed she was asleep. I came over to her side. I knocked on her door. I said, you didn't tell me that was going to happen. <laughs> and she was like, what half sleep? And then she realized what I was talking about. I was like, 
do you know how wild reading that was? I I loved it and I hated it at the same time. But the reason why I hated it is because like I was picturing it. <laughs> but I was also like, I love it because I was picturing it. Literally. <laughs> how did you feel? I was just like, oh, oh, ouch. But I loved the um commitment of it, like what it represented. I was just like, oh. That's my nigga. That's my nigga. Yes, I was like, yes, I love it. All right. So last time when we did this, we were talking and Antoinette brought up we should rate the spice level. So on a scale one to ten, what would you rate the spice level? Mm, I would say a nine out of ten. Because mm-hmm. I didn't get any that much sex scenes. I got a lot of foreplay, but not so much sex scenes. So yes. but I am I'm a sucker for foreplay, so yeah yeah i do agree what do you think about the spice level i would rate it probably the same as you i feel like um the foreplay honestly was good i loved the imagery mm-hmm. um i feel like charlene's really good at that she's really good at making the imagery and building the imagery because it's not like when you read like webtoons where you can see it mm-hmm. um so she has to work on your mind and basically make sure your mind is picturing what she's putting down. And so I would rate it a nine out of 10. Um, I feel like a 10 out of 10 would have been like, if I could have got some more sex scenes. Um, but I would also sometimes kind of diddle on the 9.5. I do agree. Because like the foreplay was also just real good. It like, was real good. Like multiple scenes where they didn't even have to have sex for it to be a hot yes steamy read yes so i'm kind of like 9.5 no i I agree i would agree with that all right yeah okay so what is your overall review of the book i would give it a 9 out of 10 and that's personally because i have read better but i do say this is a really good read um personally um even with the twist and turns i was like oh 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 shit oh shit Mm -hmm. i even want to fight people you know i like when a read can get you into like certain emotions that it wants to evoke in you Mm -hmm. so pretty high read yeah yeah what do you feel i feel like okay so i know when we talked um before we talked during the podcast and we don't talk about everything but i was telling her like oh my god i really love this book then i sat back there's another book of charlene's that i really like and at first I was going to give this a 9.5, but I actually am going to give it an 8.5 because I remembered the other series that I really, really like. And I was like, I read the first one, the first book, the second book, and the third book. And I was like, this one to me, the spice was good. The But there was some times where it felt like some of the scenes were just cut off too fast mm-hmm. for me. And I was like, in her other books that she writes, the scenes seemed like they were just going together and working together very harmoniously to where I didn't have that problem. So I did have to take it down by a full point because I was like, I love it. But in this particular one, I just felt like sometimes they were jumping faster to the conclusions um, when they spent so much time building up the other things and building up the foreplay and stuff. And then you get to some of like the conclusions, like cutting off the ends. And it just felt like some of it was rushed a little bit too fast. So I did take it down a point for that. I do agree. I also have another comment. Um, with this series overall, um, reading the whole series, I only like this one and the one after this about her brother necessarily. Like, if I wanted to 
overall talk about the series. Like, I would only go back and reread those two books, not the rest. Yes. I like um, her other series. And then that's going to happen a lot here on our podcast. It's going to be somewhere we will not review the whole entire series because sometimes the uh, the relationships probably wouldn't be what we would agree with or be comfortable with reading. And also there could just be that personally we just have favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like nothing bad necessarily, but the first two books just even give you a hint. It's like um, the character human um, she's in a poly relationship with two vampires, and I don't like unequal poly relationships. I don't feel like I necessarily see how that would work out, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of unequal behavior in it. You mm-hmm. know. So if you are interested in reading it, we do feel like that you can read this mm-hmm. and read the fourth book and kind of understand what's going on in general because they do kind of introduce some characters from previous books. Like I said, his brother Brent is in previous books and has his own story. But you see him a lot in this one, and you can kind of get a feel for like where they're at in the book. Yeah, and they also have one like a wolf one, which I don't find as bad as like the first one or two. Not that I find them bad, but the wolf one, um, also I wasn't particularly interested in the storyline. Also, wasn't vibing with it that much. Yeah, which so. is honestly valid because yeah. you know, because you know what, you could read it and probably like it, love it that's on you i love that for you yes that's just our personal opinions yeah. you know we're just telling you what we love and what spice that we think is the right type of spice for you guys jalapeno because <laughs> that's what i love of spice yes all right so we're ending this one um a little early um i would like to just say that i do recommend you reading this book yes personally i recommend you reading this book especially if you um you get you have a sensitive body like i do (laughs) (laughs) the scenes were good and i'm not gonna say that this is all gonna be like recommended lists we are gonna have some that we're like "Mm, i don't know if i'll read this just know that right now these are positive you know you're doing good yeah so make sure you stay to the end to see if we would because let me tell you I already have a book on my list that I definitely want us to read because I could not get through it. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go try to get through it. But there, there are going to be some that we don't recommend, some that we do recommend. We're also going to have all types of spice. Like, don't ever think that it's just one type of spice. We are for the love of spice. Means all spice. All spice. But yes, thank you so much for listening to our podcast and listening for this week. Are there any like closing statements or things you would like to say to our audience? I would tell you guys what we're going to be doing for next week, but I'm going to keep it a little surprise. You know, Ooh. keep you wanting to come back for more spice. Ooh, I like that. All right, guys, make sure to stay tuned every Saturday. Tune in at 8 a.m. because we would love for you guys to start your day off spicy. I'm Nari, and this is Antoinette, and we're so happy to have you guys. Have a lovely weekend, a lovely week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.